0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is time once again for yet another Raw Review. It's your Raw Review for January 10th, 2022. We are rolling into the rumble. And another good episode from the Raw Brand flagship show of WWE doing its best to uh, give us some good storylines. Going into the rumble. Our main event tonight, which we'll get to in a little bit, was the triple threat match to determine Becky Lynch's opponent at the Rumble itself between Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop. Now, this this match was a good match. But like I said, we'll talk about that once we get to the main event. The show tonight. Kicking off with our WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, with Paul Heyman at his side. It's nice to hear Paul going back to his old roots, I should say, with his announcements and everything else. And neither one of them really get a lot of time to talk because Bobby Lashley decided to make his presence known with mvp but before this happened cedric alexander and shelton benjamin arrived you know all excited you know her business is back together and everything's looking good and bobby cuts him off at the pass and says no this is the her business is dead i work by myself i don't want nor nor need you guys but i'm just like why why must you stab me in the heart yet again with killing the business twice it hurts guys (laughs) um so kind of i kind of brushed that off because i didn't really know what to expect from it but bobby makes his way to the ring and the tension for this segment was palpable you could literally cut it with a knife it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I love how both these men taking shots at one another, with Bobby saying that you know Brock's been ducking him for twenty years, and Brock says, "Well, I you know I've been winning championships in this ring and other rings. Where were you?" So it boils down to Lashley making one critical mistake, talking about how once Brock loses the title to Bobby that Brock should you know go into stand-up comedy because as a comedian he's hilarious as a wrestler eh, not so funny so Brock's like oh all right so we got all right so you, you want to make jokes okay so he goes over to Paul and he goes knock knock and Paul just kind of looks at him and goes Brock Lesnar telling knock knock jokes in Philadelphia i thought i'd seen it all okay brock who's there brock's like bobby paul bobby who lesnar exactly i'm like oh all right all right ouch (laughs) it's pretty good the crowd enjoyed it bobby did his best stone cold impression with a laugh and then the serious face this match is gonna be brutal it's probably going to be like 10 minutes, maybe. And that's bad to be generous. But if it's anything like the match he had with Goldberg, and I'm talking about Lashley, this could be a real fun match to watch. So uh, this one, obviously, outside of the Rumble matches themselves, the title matches are normally my favorites to watch if they're not blatantly obvious who's going to win. This match... I honestly am not sure. I know that Lesnar is normally around the big shows. He's around the Rumble, and then after that, it's the road to Mania. As we all know, there are per reviews in between um, the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, so Brock could always disappear for a couple of months and then come back right as Mania season fully gets going. We'll see, but... I would not be upset if we go back into the era of the Almighty. Um, But I also definitely would not be upset if Brock Lesnar retained his title. There's also the added Roman Reigns effect. We don't know exactly what Reigns is going to do with Brock. We know now that Reigns will be facing Seth Rollins at Royal Rumble for the Universal Championship, which is another... Fantastic match that I'm looking forward to, because then again we don't know, again who could win that, so we'll see. So after that first segment, the well Brock ends up leaving with Heyman, and then Shelton Benjamin Cedric Alexander slide into the ring, and attack Lashley. And as soon as this started happening, I was like, oh god, well these boys about to get buried. And well, guess what? they were <laughs> Lashley beating them both up, taking them to the outside and doing what he's been doing best lately, taking you and smashing you around the goal around the posts. And he left both boys laying. So it looks like Shelton and Cedric are once again left in the dust. Whether that means they will s- stay as a tag team, Would they break up again, whether they get released, which unfortunately with these things, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, We'll see. But we finally then moved to the in-ring action of the night. First match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the Alpha Academy challenged RK Bro. Another fantastic little segment with randy and riddle where randy actually gets a marker and writes on riddle's hands if in trouble tag randy <laughs> um and while he's doing this riddle's like you have great handwriting <laughs> and Randy's like shut up I'm like <laughs> the dynamic between these two is some of my favorite things. But we had a bit of a speed bump tonight. As the Alpha Academy get the victory and are your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Now, the great thing about this, it was Otis who pinned Randy. Now, if that's not Randy doing the job to help this kid win his first ever championship in WWE, I don't know what is. I love that. I'm so happy that Otis is finally a champion. I would not have minded if it was with Tucker, but the fact that he's done it with Chad Gable, who is another outstanding individual who until recently has not been utilized, I'm very happy for these two. I'm not mad at this whatsoever. What that means for RK, bro, I don't know. Um, I started thinking about possible... Scenarios for the Rumble. You could see Randy getting eliminated by Riddle, starting a feud there. And obviously, Riddle will mean it as, like, oh, I just outsmarted you. And Randy, of course, will take that to heart because that's what the Viper does. And then we have the feud going. That could lead to the Rumble. I mean, that could lead to Mania. You never know. Um, we could have Randy eliminating Riddle, Riddle then getting upset. Who knows? Um, I personally enjoyed the fact that Riddle would be the one to eliminate Randy Orton because it's in St. The rumble is in St. Louis. It's his hometown. And we all know Vince does not allow hometown heroes to get the over. So I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm I can bank on that, that Riddle will eliminate Randy Orton during the, the Royal rumble. And if that happens, it will be a perfect beginning to an even better feud going forward. We had some more declarations for the Rumble with Damian Priest and Big E both stating that they have uh, entered themselves into the Men's Royal Rumble. We had a six-man tag match as the Street Profits and the U.S. champion himself, Damian Priest, took on the Dirty Dogs and Apollo Crews. With Dolph Ziggler actually getting the pin here on Angelo Dawkins, I love that they're still giving Dolph wins, which he definitely deserves. He's another one of those talents that he's been there forever now, and he still does such top-quality work. Um, It truly is a shame that he wasn't able to have his championships, like his world championships matches, last longer unfortunately injury i believe for both of them really kind of took them down so we'll see where this goes obviously now with new tag team champions there's going to be a new pecking order when it comes to who you know is there for tag teams so this should be a nice boost for the dirty dogs uh after that Uh, We ended up having Seth Rollins come out talking about his match upcoming with Roman Reigns at the Rumble. He was interrupted by Big E, who, like I mentioned uh, moments ago, that he entered himself into the Men's Royal Rumble. Says that he wants to win the Rumble and then take the title from Seth Rollins at WrestleMania after he beats Roman Reigns. Because... According to Seth, these are the three things that always happen in life. Death, taxes, and Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns every time. I mean, we can't deny this because this is exactly what's happened. Whether that continues, we'll see come rumble. But Big E said, you know, I don't want to wait till Mania to fight you one-on-one, which is something that should have happened before all these other people got into the title match. Let's have the match now. Seth, obviously, at first, was like, no, 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 you know, I'm not ready. Maybe we'll do this next week in a better town because they're in Philadelphia. And, you know, it's the best way to get heel heat when you make fun of the town. It works. <laughs> Finally, he, he changes his mind. It says, fine, we'll fight tonight. And this match was fantastic. Loved it. Seth Rollins getting the win here over Big E. Now, what this means for E, I'm not sure. E does not want to become another guy on the show. He wants to remain on that upper echelon. And to do that, obviously, you need to get wins against caliber people like Seth Rollins. little short today. That's fine. Let's hope that he continues on his run and he has a really good chance at the Rumble uh, coming up. So we'll see. After that... Uh, we had ourselves an interview with Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley, um, where they were interviewed about the, what's next for their team. And Nikki kept saying, you know, we're gonna keep going forward. Yes, we've had some trepidation, it's fine, we'll be all right. And then Rhea says, Well, I think this might be the end of the road. Nikki obviously a little upset obviously upset by this, saying, Why are you breaking this off with us? you know, and yeah, you know, we you know yeah, sure we've had some downfalls, but we'll be fine, we'll get back on the ropes and Rhea's like, you're great, you know, it's just I think it's time to go separate ways and I want to do my own thing. And Nikki got very defensive at this point, which for her character was a little obviously out of sorts, and it's like wait, cause everybody in the planet expected Rhea Ripley to be the one that turns on Nikki because Nikki's been such in, so entrenched in being a face. But it didn't happen that way. And I'm not going to lie, I love this. Nikki gets uber defensive on everything that is trying to t- say to her. And then Nikki turns it as in She did this for Rhea to keep Rhea relevant instead of Rhea joining with Nikki to keep, you know, to help Nikki move her way up the whole almost a superhero thing. And finally, you know, Rhea's like, yeah, we're we're done as a team. And Nikki's like, well, can we still be friends? And I was like, where are they going with this? So they hug and embrace, and I'm just like, oh, all right, so this is just maybe Nikki was just having a moment. It is what it is. But then when they go for or Nikki, uh, Rhea goes out for a fist bump, and Nikki looks like she's about to do it, and then she shoves Rhea so hard, it looked like Rhea's soul popped out of her body for a second there. And then Nikki just gets on her and just starts hammering, beating her down, and eventually rolls out of the ring. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Nikki is no longer almost a superhero. She is now a supervillain. Now, I fully expect brand new dark gear come next week. Because if we don't get that, there's going to be problems. This is the perfect opportunity now to change her whole gimmick around a little bit. She embraces her dark side, and now she's the villain. Obviously, then this will lead to either a match um, with Nikki and um, Rhea before the Rumble, because they're both in the Rumble match, because it's been announced multiple times now. So this should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, we can start getting more of the Sanity-esque type Nikki, less superhero. But that's just my hopes whether that happens or not, who knows? She can come out and be exactly the same next week. It is what it is. After that, we had a nice squash match as Omas uh, took on a local talent, put him away quickly. Um, before the match, he <laughs> uh, Reggie actually ran into him because there was a 24-7 um, segment in the back where uh, Reggie and Dana Burke were eating cheesesteaks And then Reggie got this like spidey sense moment that he's like, there's something wrong. The 24 7 championship is in danger. We need to leave. So they start moving around and they get interrupted by (laughs) our truth, pushing a a trash uh, bundle, uh, trash, not cam, but a a wheeled uh, (laughs) unit around, which obviously has Tozawa in it. And they start throwing the sandwiches around and. Then all of a sudden, Tamina comes out of nowhere covered in cheese and and steak. And it was, was, yeah, it was pretty comical. Um, I like the fact that these five are like, what's it for the 24-7 championship chase now? (laughs) Um, But Reggie had run into Omos as, as him and Dana were trying to escape. And Omos obviously took offense to this, picking Reggie up, pretty much putting him through the ceiling at one point. Dana's screaming at him to put him down almost just looks at her and goes make me and she's just like put him down <laughs> I'm like oh almost no don't change uh so he eventually puts him down and he he reaches over and grabs his face and says watch what I do tonight it's going to be worse next week so I'm assuming they got to have themselves a match next week Uh, So Dana may be without her 24-7 white knight for God knows how long. (laughs) So after the Omos match, we end up having cutting Edge uh, with Edge with his special guest, which ends up being his wife, Beth Phoenix. And (laughs) Edge has this beautiful montage made up for Beth. And Beth makes some comments that i won't repeat because this is a family show damn it (laughs) um stating to edge you know flattery will get him get him everywhere um (laughs) but of course they're interrupted by ms and maurice and then ms stating you know i knew you were going to do something for beth so here's something for maurice and they had a whole montage for maurice and and i'm thinking to myself well look at this husbands who put over their wives infinitely better than everything else and I and I agree. Uh, it, it's very nice to see, um, but clearly, Maurice um, is not not looking forward to this matchup, as um, Beth basically is going to just destroy her. And even though they've only had one match against against one another in their entire history, uh, with Beth getting the victory in that match. Maurice knows she's in trouble, <laughs> and uh while Miz is in the middle of talking her up, she just eighty six is it she's out bout face Off she goes she or vlad just goodbye <laughs> um obviously leaving Miz by himself, um uh, not looking so hot, and this match will be a lot of fun too, at the rumble. um part of me feels like Maurice is actually gonna pin Beth. I don't know why it's just that's just how for some ungodly reason i feel like this is how wwe will do it um either that or it's going to be a complete domination of both guys uh both Miz and Maurice get destroyed by edge and beth which again i would not be upset with either i just think it's gonna be a fun match to watch so after that we got a match between austin theory and aj styles And I'm telling you, AJ, at the age, I believe at 44, this man is still so smooth in the ring. It's so much fun to watch. And I'm so happy he signed a new uh, contract with WWE. He will be around, I believe, for the next, I think it was three to five years. I think I saw. If that's the case, then hallelujah. I don't know how long that's going to be as a full time active wrestler, but just to see him. Continuing to do what he does is always a good thing. Of course, this match ends in a disqualification because Grayson Waller of NXT 2.0 makes his presence known, attacks AJ on the outside, uh, which then obviously allows Austin Theory to get his, uh, his famous selfies and run back to Mr. McMahon to show him what he did. <laughs> um, I like that they're starting at least with certain things they bleed in nxt with raw It tries to keep people interested and i know nxt 2.0 is a whole new beast now that you know the nxt black and gold brand has essentially just been wiped off the face of the planet especially in the last couple of weeks it'll be interesting to see this match tomorrow over the time people listen to this today between Grayson Waller and AJ Styles should be interesting. Um, part of me feels like Grayson's gonna win here by some shenanigans um, but still to have that rub with AJ Styles is is no is no small feat. Um, so I actually have to commend Grayson Waller and as much as that hurts my soul to do. Um, he's been doing a really good job with this. so hopefully that continues going forward for him so after that we got to see uh big time bex herself comes out to the ring uh she'll be a commentary for the main event which i said was the triple threat uh for the opportunity to face becky lynch at the royal rumble uh with dupont uh dew point <laughs> do drop uh live morgan and bianca belair but first before that we got our first look at miss bliss having some therapy sessions so she's still in her fiend-esque character much to the chagrin of a lot of people still uh, but the therapist is trying to help her through what's going on shows her a video of lily getting destroyed And how Alexa feels about it. And she clearly not very happy. Proceeds to destroy the majority of the office. Chasing the therapist away. Telling him that she'll see him next week. Now, part of me feels that this is going to be a month long thing. uh, Returning with or ending with her return at the Rumble. I don't know what persona she'll be. Part of me kind of hopes they keep the whole fiend thing alive. The other part of me is like, well, maybe they go back to the goddess or the five feet of fury or whatever other gimmicks she's had growing, you know, through WWE. Um, But I jokingly said on Twitter tonight that there's only one therapist that can help Miss Bliss right now, and that is Dr. Shelby, because he's done his phenomenal work with Kane, with Daniel Bryan, and with Sasha Banks and Bailey. So I think maybe he'll be the one that should step in and take care of Miss Bliss. Now <clears throat> to that triple threat match that they spoke of. This match, all three ladies had multiple opportunities and multiple chances to show out, and they truly did. Um Just Bianca flipping around here, dropping 450s like it's nobody's business. Do drop flying through the air with the greatest of ease, dropping, you know, double cross bodies. Liv just being absolutely batshit crazy. And just she's improved so much in the ring over the past year, especially. And it's just great to see. Um, And then we get towards the end of the match. Becky Lynch gets herself involved because... Bianca was on her way to victory. Becky th- pulls her out of the ring, throws her over the announce table, which then leads Drop to take advantage and pin Liv after a bonsai splash from the corner. Gets the one, two, three, and she will now be the one to challenge Becky Lynch at the Rumble. Uh, so Becky comes in, shakes her hand, and then does something real stupid. She slaps... Dewdrop and then tries to do the man slam and dewdrop's like no and just bats her away and Becky goes flying through the ropes and is yelling at her as she's walking away, it's because of me, you won this, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, well, I mean, that might be partially true here, but come on, Bex. You should be smarter than this. But that's how the show ends. Like I said, it was a decent episode of Raw tonight. I um, I'm actually Happy that Dewdrop won this match because now it's a fresh matchup for the for the Rumble. And there's a good opportunity here that Dewdrop could be a new Raw Women's Champion. That would be interesting to see, at least from my side of things. Maybe after she wins the title, she just says screw the name and goes back to Piper Niven. Maybe, probably not because, you know, trademarking, but hey, who knows so that's it for the show guys uh we put up a poll uh, just obviously doing what we always try to do during the shows try to see what the best or what you guys think of the show tonight uh so far we got almost 20 votes a and b right now leading the show at 29.4 percent of the votes so go ahead and put your votes in love to hear what you guys thought and in a non wrestling bit of news i want to say congratulations to the georgia bulldogs for defeating alabama to win their first national championship since 1980 i have some friends of mine who are are bulldog fans and i've been giving them you know they've been trash talking with them for forever um i'm not really big on on college football i'll watch it every once in a while but it's, it's something that I just never really resonated with. So um, I'd always pick on them and go you know, like roll tide all the time and stuff like that. And obviously they knew I was kidding, but it's, obviously I'm sure it still hurt. But tonight I was just like, let's go, guys. Get this done. Because I know Georgia's had that that line, that, that hill. They, they just could not get over the hump of beating uh, Alabama. And they got it done tonight. So, go dogs. Congratulations to all my Georgia fans out there. Um, you love to see it. It's good stuff. Uh, but that's the show, like I said, for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Cardi J Stream, and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. Now, if we're not on one that you guys listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it, That you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring, guys. Once again, thank you. Hope you all have a wonderful week. It's going to be bitterly cold up here in northern Vermont, but that's how it is in January and February. So we just hunker down and we get back to work. So we will see you guys tomorrow for NXT. And then later on in the week, we might have ourselves a surprise, but I don't want to give too much away. So we'll see. (laughs) Guys, thank you. Most importantly, though, please do not forget to ship it. and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill.